Welcome to Duel of Taints, the number one podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm Rhett. I'm Kane. You know what, Rhett? What, Kane? Fuck people named Bentley and their furry bellies. <laughs> I saw this. Anyway, Star Wars. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we're going to... And we're going to apologize ahead of time because if we're a little too quiet on this episode, because my boys are sleeping in the next room. We couldn't, I couldn't get to Rhett's house to record, so. That's all right, dude. We used to record. Oh, oh now I have to get up again because the damn dog wants to drink out of the toilet. <laughs> You're no, no, I swear. No, the, this damn dog refuses to drink out of bowls. He has to drink, he wants, he prefers toilets. Oh, God. So I, I don't get it. It's kind of like the old days here, though. You know, we used to, all the first episodes of Duel of Taints were recorded here. So sometimes uh, we come here and it just like feels like going home, you know, <laughs> when we record. At least we're not in my garage freezing our asses off like we used to be. Ah, dude, because when we started, it was like summertime. So we, like, oh, that's true, yeah. So we would, uh, we did like around bonfires a lot. Well, like, I think we should do that again. Yeah, dude. And, oh, some I texted you about when you were in Vegas this past week. Oh, how was that, by the way? Uh, Vegas was, uh, Vegas was great. Wasn't kind to my wallet, no. <laughs> uh, but it was a lot of fun. Got, went in, saw, just did a bunch of sightseeing, uh, nice. went to old school Fremont street, you know, downtown yeah. Vegas and saw the old casinos and the way they used to do it. And, uh, and then we saw a lot of the strip and, uh, it was cool. Yeah. It made me sort of, uh, made me sort of like regret how normal life can be, uh, uh over here sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing special happens here no. down there. It's no, sweet, but uh, psh. what? But uh, psh. oh, but uh, Rhett, here's something I think we really need to do. Okay, the first annual Duel of Taints Cards Against Humanity Tournament of Assholes. Two brackets that you know. Two whole brackets. Oh, yeah. No, get as many people as we can. Okay, okay. You know, and just do like 10, 15 turns for each bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they, they do in the top, let's say we get six people in each bracket, so 12 players. The first, the top three. Well, you're really overestimating how many friends we have. Right? <laughs> right? The top three from each bracket move on to the second round. So six players, again. From there... The top two go on to a final where everybody votes on the winning answers. So we'll have someone just pick a card, you know, and those the top two guys you know, oh, okay, I see. pick their card, put it down, read okay, it, and then votes everybody votes. votes, and we do, like, best out of eight or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd Whoever, be fun. Or best out of nine, that way there's no tie. That'd be fun. You think we need to do it? I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Let's put it on the books. Okay. Did you toot? No, the dog did. He drinks toilet water, right? <laughs> it smells like it's, it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just recycled shit. <laughs> <coughs> no, he got into some week and a half old pizza. Ugh. And the same type of pizza you would text me not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, my bachelor days, you had you. You had to stop by when I was at work, stop by my apartment when, when I was at work to grab like an amp or something. Yeah, and you remember you text me, hey, I'm at your house. I'm like, okay, yo, the amp's in my bedroom or whatever. And I get a text like, you know, like five minutes later, hey, there's pizza on the counter. Can I, can I, can I have a pizza? <laughs> and that pizza had been sitting there literally week, week and a half. 
<laughs> like, no, don't eat that. It'll make you sick. I'm sure it would have been fine. <laughs> I mean, you would have lived, but it, it probably wouldn't have been good. I eat old pizza all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like if it's weeks, in the fridge for a week, it's okay. I feel like countertop pizza is the best pizza, though. <laughs> like, I'm really regretting not having a slice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there was a point in time where my life just went to shit, it was that moment. <laughs> Should have eaten the pizza. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh. But, uh, anyways, uh, so, Brett figured we're going to read a couple emails. Yeah, we have been promising this for a long time, and, and a lot of our valued listeners. And people are going to be pissed because I'm the one I'm taking straight up is a very recent one. <laughs> Instead of one that's been on the books, so. Well, look. If there's a lot of Star Wars questions, uh, oh, this more... wasn't Star Wars, but yeah, that's a question I really about a story I really want you to tell. So, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. that that's a, that I, I I picked and choose this one just because this is from Sam from Tacoma. I don't know if it's a girl or a guy. We're, we're going to assume it's a girl, so we make ourselves feel better. <laughs> we don't have girl listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's a guy because it, it ends with peace. <laughs> no girl does that. What I say that all the time on the phone. But you're not a girl. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam from Tacoma writes, How come you guys weren't posting episodes for a while? I heard you mention in one of your last episodes, Red almost died. Is that true? Hope everything is okay now. Peace. <laughs> so, Red, tell us the story of one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why we didn't record for like six, seven weeks. <clears throat> well, uh, I was supposed to go to Hawaii, and I didn't. For That was for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, me and Bailey decided to say fuck everyone to our family members, and uh, <laughs> I stand by that message. <laughs> uh, I stand by that message wholeheartedly, and if you're listening... Um, fuck you. <laughs> except you, Mom. You're okay. Well, we were going to go visit Mom. Yeah, you are going to go visit your mom in Hawaii. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's weird, because... It's just weird. I w- so, we were supposed to leave on Tuesday morning. Yeah. And it was like, right? Was it Tuesday morning? Yeah, we were supposed to leave Tuesday morning and Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just playing some games with my brother, Jason, uh, from Andy Brothers. And, uh. Who's your brother? <laughs> sorry. My brother, Jason, from Andy Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, and I started like, I just had a, a stomachache. Yeah. I could go. I could just stress this story out forever, but long story short, I had a stomach ache and within a few hours it became so severe, uh, that I decided for the first time in my life, first time I had something so scary and severe happen to me, I said, you know, I think I should probably go to the emergency room. Yeah. Like I've had headaches where I've blacked out. I have had, well, that's probably the worst stuff is like, yeah, just you my probably should have gone to the, uh, the emergency room for that. I've had some terrible migraines and headaches, but to me, that's just normal. And yeah. I know what it, but this was scary and it was weird mm-hmm. and it hurt in a way that I'd never felt before. And I decided to go to the emergency room after only a few hours and turns out I had appendicitis Oh fuck! <laughs> and I, my stomach started hurting at about 10 30. Yeah. I got to the emergency room at about two or two 30 in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, they told me that in the, the like three hour span, that apparently my appendix had gotten worse than most people's get after about 12 to 14 hours. Fuck. Yeah. And they pretty much said, like, you have good timing. You could die. <laughs> and I was like, oh. They're like, you won't now. 
But you could have. I got this. At least they said did they really said that you won't now. Yeah, they're like you're you're gonna you're in good hands is what they told me. Okay, so, so at least they weren't like, ooh, you know, you should have came in early, dude, because now this could be tricky. I mean, as soon as they found out it was appendicitis, they sort of underplay everything. They're just like, yeah, we've seen this about fifty times a day. And, <laughs> you know, and honestly, it's true. That's actually really common. It's a. I have never really had. Um, Surgery where they have to, like, you know, they've had to go into me. I've had surgery where, like, I had surgery on a... <laughs> I have, and ironically, it was on my ass. Because <laughs> they literally went into me. And nice. <laughs> penetrated you. <laughs> you know, they actually did. You had to, like, open. <laughs> they explained to me after what, had, what they had to do. They basically had to <laughs> clamp open my butt cheeks <laughs> so they could get to my butthole. And then clamp open my butthole oh. so they could get to the... The cyst that like was the up there. People who get LASIK, like they gotta have their eyes pinched <laughs> open, but yours was your brown eye, <laughs> like double clamped open. You know, like a dental dam that was open, so they can get reminds to the cyst. That, reminds me of that meme that's going around of that bald guy kissing that baby, and everyone's like, looks like a butthole, and it's like his shoulder. Yeah, like, everything looks like a butthole. Anyway, so yeah, so no, it, I mean, and everything went smooth. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's happening again. I'm dying. <laughs> it's just weird for someone. I've never had any surgery. I had uh, I had a bone uh, spur on my foot removed when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and that was kind of a pretty tame surgery. You oh know, yeah, I just like did it, and I was awake the whole time. Yeah. Um, but you know, I had to go under for this, which made me a little nervous. I'd never gone under, even for dental surgeries or anything like that. Yeah, and uh, but no, it went, it went well. Um. Apparently, mine was one of the bi- biggest inflamed appendixes that my surgeon had ever seen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's something to be proud of. I was telling, you know, because I kept telling my doctors, like, my back, my back hurt so bad. Yeah. I mean, it felt like I tore a muscle in my back. Yeah. And uh, it was pressed against my liver. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. They said it was just, there it was, cozied up, pressing real firm against the liver. <laughs> so, that's why my back hurt, apparently. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Apparently they're only supposed to be like the size of your pinky, but mine might have been like three times as long as that. Fuck. Yeah. Pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, and it, you know, and I was pretty nervous going into it because I just felt like shit. Oh, yeah. and I was drugged out of my mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the hospital, at the emergency room, because I was in so much pain. And because apparently, this is, <laughs> this is kind of funny, um, no offense to my family, for the doctors apparently knowing this about us, but uh, they gave me a full dose of Dilaudid. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, a full grown man, you know, 200 pounds. And, uh, and he came back like 10, 15 minutes later. And apparently, I don't know exactly what Dilaudid is. I just know that it's a very powerful painkiller. Yeah, that's going to fuck you up fast. Yeah. You're, you're... So he gave me a full dose. Uh, I think that's actually one of the most powerful ones I've... you can <laughs> legally take anywhere. I think so. Uh, Bailey was telling me stories about like, her mom. Oh, actually, even with my ass infection, how bad I was then, they didn't even give me Dilata then. They gave me like a type of like low-grade morphine. Your your mom gave me, or Bailey gave me stories about your mom on Dilata when she was oh, on surgery, and she was just like high as a kite. Like un- She didn't make any sense whatever oh, yeah. she said. Oh, yeah. So th- that's what they gave me. Yeah. And, uh, and the doctor came back and like 15 minutes later, and he's like, huh. And he like took my vitals and everything. He's like, you can't even tell. That you're on drugs. <laughs> like, <laughs> according to my vitals, the way I looked and everything, he's like, I wouldn't be aware. If I didn't administer it, I wouldn't know that you were on it. <laughs> and so he's like, how is the pain? And I was like, it hurts. I'm in agony. And he's like, you know, 
is this the worst pain you've ever felt? And I said, yeah. I said, mm-hmm. I, I said, doctor, I've had headaches that have forced me to black out. Yeah. For, the pain was so severe. And this is the worst pain I've ever had. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and just give you another dose. So he went ahead and gave me another full dose. Holy shit. And he came back like 15, 20 minutes later. And he goes, you got to be shitting me. Like he didn't say, I think he said, yeah. you got to be kidding me or something yeah. like that. But it was just like he was shocked. He's taking my vitals again, you know, and he's looking at everything. And he's like watching the EKG machine. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, your heart rate hasn't slowed at all. He's like, your breathing is completely normal. He's like, your pupils aren't even dilated. I just gave you two times the recommended dose for a full-grown adult male, and I can't even tell that you're on painkillers right now. And he goes, do you come from Did you feel that at that point? Barely. Barely. Holy fuck, so you must have been in really bad shape. And he said, he said, you must, (laughs) what he said though is, you must come from a family with a long history of drug abuse. (laughs) And I was like, why, yes, doctor. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and so he gave me a third dose, a Holy third fuck. full dose. And he came back about 10 minutes later and he goes, oh, there it is. <laughs> He's like, Holy shit. He's like, are you okay? <laughs> My pupils, I guess, were like just <laughs> dilated. And he goes, and he goes, and, and Red's like, do you know the muffin man? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the muffin man? The muffin man! No, dude. It was like, it was like oh, you fine. You felt good then. Yeah. Do you was, remember feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember feeling uh, being like what it felt like to be on that much that lauded? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was pretty high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah. yeah you're it, fucked up. So after, I mean, granted, he gave me three doses over about the course of forty five minutes or so, and yeah, at that Holy point, shit. at that point, I could still feel Ooh. the pain. And it wasn't as though the pain went away. Yeah. But it was more like my brain just became less interested and aware of it. Yeah. Like not even that, like not even that I couldn't be like, Oh, I'm in pain, but it was like, my brain was just like melting. No. Basically. It was just like, <laughs> like I don't know. So That's that was cute. that. <laughs> well, no, there's another story I want you to tell. It's the best story Rhett's ever told me. <coughs> my <laughs> favorite story. <laughs> so he told us, I thought it's so good. Yeah, you have to tell it like you told me the first time. Well, I hope I can so do it good. justice because the first—I I don't think I'll ever be able to be the first. If I'm not mistaken, Kane's after this story. So I came. So I went into surgery, and and you know it's really weird. I'd never gone under before, and when I woke up, it was just—it was really disorienting. Yeah, yeah. and I woke up but, in a completely other well, room. But like, did they? Ha- what, how they when you when they first gave you the anesthetic or whatever? Yeah, they didn't even tell me. Oh, they didn't tell you. They didn't tell you to count backwards. No, they gave me the mask, and they're like, I can't, "What did they say?" They so they got they, they shot into me through an IV, and they just told they me like, me "Okay, the mask, I think. Yeah, they start counting backwards." I mean, from I definitely 10. had an IV, so maybe maybe it wasn't the IV, but they just told me to count backwards from ten. So I said like ten, nine. I woke up eight. The fuck? <laughs> that's how. That's what happened with me. Yeah, I uh, I don't remember what they said, but they were like making conversation with me. Yeah. And, you know, they were joking and I remember they put the mask over me and they're like, just take a few deep breaths, make sure that mask is fitted good. <laughs> and I took a few deep breaths and like the anest- the anesthesiologist was actually a really great doctor. He mm-hmm. was super nice. Really just, uh, so he explained Those are guys you want, you want, you want your anesthesiologist to be your friend. Oh, he, he, he did the best explanation of anesthesia of any 
doctor I've ever heard, you yeah. know, and I've, and I've gone into, you know, wait, uh, you know, I've sat in like the same seat as like your parents were for me. Cause yeah. both your parents were there for me when yeah. the anesthesiologist came in and was like, so here's what's going to happen. And he just, and he gave it to me straight and he just explained it. And I was just like, wow, he's talking to me like I'm a person and not like an idiot. And, uh, anyway, so yeah. And then put his hands on my face and he's like, is that <laughs> mask fit? Okay. Now suck it. <laughs> He's I don't care like, that your in-laws are in the room. Suck it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean when I was in the operating room. And he oh, that's when he said suck it? Fuck. <laughs> 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 he put his hands on my face and he goes, he goes, how's that mask fit? And I was like, good. Feel like <laughs> and, then fitter. Up, <laughs> and then I woke up in another room. <laughs> uh, what's weird, though, is I've heard so many people say that you don't dream under anesthesia. Yeah. And I have vivid memories. Like, I, let, me, let me finish my sentence because that makes me sound stupid. But I have vivid memory of remembering that I dreamed. Yeah. But I can't remember if I did or like what I dreamed, I've, but I definitely woke up and was like, I I've, thought everybody told me you didn't dream. Well, your brain is, how is it? It's not, I've heard, I've heard tell that people on anesthesia are, can still be conscious. Yeah. Like they it just basically, your brain like, like, Hey, I limbo. was dreaming. Like, what do you dream about? Like they basically dreamt, they didn't dream. They were aware of what was going on in the operation. They just couldn't feel it. Yeah. So that's possible. Maybe you... I didn't have... I mean, I have a distinct memory that it was like... I remember waking up and recalling the dream for a moment. And it was something like... Something having to do with Bailey and like... Yeah. Our conversation me and Bailey had. Yeah. And then I woke up and was like whoa, that was weird. I thought I was having a conversation with Bailey. And I was like, and then I instantly thought, I thought they said you don't dream on it. Yeah. And then I was like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> and then, <laughs> why are you touching me? <clears throat> and, you know, so I woke up in like a recovery ward, I guess, like where everybody wakes up from this. Cause you know, I'm surrounded by people and there's a nurse by me and it's a man and, and he's just, Hey, you know, Hey, how you feeling? Blah, blah. blah. And anyway, <sighs> I promised myself I wouldn't go into stupid detail about these stories. Oh, that's fine. So here I go. So I wake up and the nurse is like, how you feeling? I'm like, oh, I can't talk because I had a fucking plastic tube in my throat. Yeah. It feels like shit. And he's like, you got a cough. Uh, and he's like, hold your stomach and cough. And I was like, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you had a tube in your throat and they asked you how you were doing? It's like, that's a fucking. Well, I didn't have it in my throat. Oh, okay. But it was like, but your throat hurts. Oh, like I got you. I got you. Afterwards. And you can't swallow. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you have to cough for me. That, that I guess that's like part, standard. Yeah. Like, you know, sort of like a baby crying when a yeah. baby comes out of the womb. It's like, smack the baby on the bottom. It's like, yeah. okay, good. He's crying. He's good. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of like that. Like, cough before you leave or whatever. And uh, and so I, you know, tried to cough and all that stuff. And and now when I went to the doctors there, for whatever reason, they they ended up putting like two IVs into me yeah. that were di for different stuff. Yeah. And they never changed it. And And... I was at the emergency room and they put it in one arm. And then when I went to the hospital where I had my surgery, cause they mm -hmm. transferred me to a different hospital, uh, their IVs hung on the opposite side. Yeah. So my IVs were like supposed to hang on the opposite side of where they had me stuck. Yeah. And so he's sitting there and the nurse, you know, this is a, it's a guy nurse, right? Not guy nurse. Yeah. His name is nurse Walker. <laughs> Nurse Walker. Okay. And he, you know, he tells me, Hey, my name is Nurse Walker. And how are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And he starts, he's trying to help me out because he's moving me. And he's yeah. like, all right, now that you're away, I'm going to take you back to your room. And yeah. And so he's carting me along and he's, and 
my IVs, because I had two of them in my arm, got tangled with, like, my gown and my blanket, and everything was just a mess, and he's, like, trying to help me out, and I'm just, like... He's I'm, doing his job, he's trying to be cool. And oh, he's trying job. to be chill about it, and he's just, like, whatever, like, fucking... And I'm just fucked out of my mind. Like, I can barely <laughs> understand, like, it's weird, because I remember having, like, superbly conscious thoughts, yeah. but, like, just being just fucked. Like, yeah. I could barely move, <laughs> like... It was just like, you know, and, and anyway, so he's trying to help me out here. And, and so he like pulled, I had like three blankets on me cause it was like super cold in this fucking hospital. And so he's like trying to straighten out the blankets. And then he realizes that my gown is like hiked up basically, like almost all the way to my waist. Yeah. And so he like reaches across me and he like flicks my penis with like the back of his hand. And he goes, Oh, sorry. And, and then he's like trying to pull the gown down and he's like, and then he's like trying to move the, the IVs, yeah. the, like the, the tubes and everything. Cause they're tangled up everywhere. And he's like, all right, here we go. And, and he like grabs the tubes and he reaches over and he like smacks my dick again. And he goes, damn it. <laughs> and then he's like trying to sort it out. Okay. So he gets the IVs all straightened away and, 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 uh, and then it happens again. He like backhands my dick one more time. And, and he's like, I'm sorry. And, and he's like, all right, all right. And, he, and so now he has everything sort of straightened out, but he needs to pull my gown down. So he's sort of like pulling it down, but it's like stuck under my ass. basically. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like trying to pull it down. And, and he like looks up for a second and he, he looks up for a second. He's not looking at his hands and he grabs my gown and my dick in his hand and he just pulls it down. <laughs> And I'm just like out of it. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and he throws his hands up and he goes, good Lord, that thing is everywhere. (laughs) And I'm just trying to make him feel better about it. I'm just trying to make him feel better about it. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> but he was so the same thing. He was like, yeah, he was like red in the face. He was so embarrassed. Yeah, about just it. grab a guy's dick. Yeah. After slapping it. Silly. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <sighs> so that's what, er, in so that's a, few what episodes ago, a few episodes ago when I said red got, red got raped, that's kind of what I was referring to. Well, and then your dad had a joke because he was, your dad was pretty much at the hospital like the whole time and. And, uh, I was like, my chest hurts. And I had already told him the story of like what happened. And I was like, my chest hurts. And he's like, well, nurse Walker was on top of you for a long time. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Perfect. Uh, anyway, so that's, that's the story of how I almost died and was molested by nurse Walker. (laughs) So, uh, Walker, Texas molester. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty weak, James. Yeah, it was pretty. That was, was low hanging fruit. Any other questions from anybody? You got any more of that? Oh, you got one? I'll look up another one. You look, you... <coughs> yeah. Here, you ready for this one? Yeah. Okay, this one is from Josiah from Medford. Medford, Oregon. Ooh. He says, What do you guys think about Star Wars not receiving the nomination for? Uh, best film. T- imagine he's talking oh, about the yeah, Academy Oscars. Awards. Yeah. Um, not surprising. I know that they, they, I'm not even upset. I, I get it. It probably isn't the best film of the year. <laughs> I mean, if we're just going by film, not necessarily. In it. However, I think they did themselves a real disservice as far as because the Oscars are always suffering from like people not not enough people are watching low ratings nowadays, you know. 
it's like, okay, they're, they're allowing up to 10 movies to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And I get it. It's fucking Hollywood, like, especially actors. The Oscars have always had something against Star Wars. Like, you know, it's never, you know, like, the, the original Star Wars, A New Hope was nominated for Best Picture, but that's because it was so groundbreaking back then. Yeah. But then Empire Strikes, Strikes Back was barely nominated at all. That's all, now considered one of the best movies ever made. You know, they've always, they've always, like, held, it had some against, specifically, George Lucas. Maybe for good reason, but it doesn't matter. But I feel like, with as low ratings as the Oscars is getting, I think, the, whatever organization <laughs> that is, would have been smart to, like, maybe we should nominate, at least nominate it. Well, it's the Academy. And the Academy should have probably nominated it, just to get some ratings. I mean, yeah, they nominated for five, like, five technical awards. Like, original score... Visual effects, sound, sound editing, and I like film editing or something like that. But I, I don't think it got enough technical awards nominations. Yeah. But then again, I haven't seen every single movie, so maybe all those movies deserved it over. I don't know. I felt like the, so far some of the nominations are pretty weak, and I know a lot of people are bitching about like that the uh, nominees for like best actor and actress and all that stuff like aren't diverse enough. Like yeah. there's a single like colored person included in there. Like one per like I saw a list of like oh really there wasn't a good good diverse uh, um, actors this year and they're like what about John Boyega and I was like John Boyega does not deserve to win no Academy he was definitely good no he was good in that movie but he, he was great he was not Oscar worthy he was great the only he person he could maybe I thought before the nomination came out I thought it back in my head like. Well, I thought maybe Harrison Ford would get like basically it'd be the Lifetime Achievement Award. He would find, he'd get a nomination for it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't bad. And, no. Because like Sylvester Stallone got one for um, yeah Creed. I, I know. But Do you I, think he deserved that? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. I, however, I what I have heard is like he was better than he normally is in, in Rocky movies. That's what, what I've heard. I haven't what seen the fuck it. Does that even mean? It's it, it. You know what it is. He it's, was never it's, that good in Rocky, so the bar is pretty fucking low. No, the first Rocky, he was damn good, and he got a nomination no, for that one. He wasn't damn good. The movie was fantastic, and it's a piece of history. But it's not. I thought he was pretty good. I didn't say he deserved to win what it. Fucking John, has John Wayne ever been up for an Academy Award? Yeah, he's won one. Oh, and he didn't deserve it that year. He deserved it for other movies. It's a it's a ach- lifetime achievement. John Wayne got it for Rooster, Rooster Cogburn. Really? Yeah, not true. He was nominated for. Or did he win it for True Grit? He won it for True Grit. I'm sorry. True Grit is Rooster Cogburn. There's two movies. True Grit and then Rooster Cogburn is the sequel. Really? Yeah. So, no, he, he won it for True Grit, and people consider that a Lifetime Achievement Award because he didn't get it, get it for, like, Santa View Ujima, which a lot of people consider, like, one of his better acting jobs, or The Searchers, or a couple other movies. That's what I think. Like Sylvester Stallone, this is a lifetime achievement award. He's probably not going to win. It's he more of like because honestly, it, like I mean, it, it's more of a like, hey, you know, you've served time. Here's a, here's a nomination. I thought maybe they'd do that for Harrison Ford. He, he, Harrison Ford's only been nominated once for what? Witness. God, and that movie sucked compared to like that movie compared to The Fugitive blows ass. No, Witness is stupid he as didn't fuck. Win. It's barely a good movie. I actually liked Witness. Even the ending is like one of the dumbest fuck things I've ever seen. I, mean, I, I, I like. I movie. think he probably deserved it more for Regarding Steven. Or like, yeah, fuck, dude. I just watched Regarding Steven. Or uh, Mos- Mosquito Coast. Great. Mosquito I was Coast. Say Mosquito is, Coast. That's a really good one. But I just watched Regarding Steven. I was on at your grandma's house. That movie. It's fucking good. It's fucking great. 
Yeah. Yeah, fuck Witness. Witness is like... It's not one of his better, but it's, I think it's okay. I don't think he deserved a nomination the for year, it. The, the year must have sucked that year. Like Who knows? But, um... Either way, so... Uh, I, 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 think, I think they... I mean, I just... It's not... Witness wasn't bad. Sorry. But it just wasn't as good as, like, any of his other roles. Yeah. I know. He probably should have gotten a nomination for regarding Steven, maybe Mosquito Coast. My favorite movie of his is The Fugitive. Movie the future so is fucking sweet. It's so you know weird. Is that's based off a TV show? That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, I've never watched a TV show. I just know it's like, oh, that's I based know. off a TV show. Like, really? It's why? Anyways, um, uh, yeah. So I, I think it probably doesn't deserve to be nominated no, for best I, I picture. So. Maybe it does. Who knows? But no. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot because they always. Well, what's interesting to me is if I but, think if the Martian on, Mad gets Max a got a nomination, got nominated Mad for Max best. Is great. I haven't it? seen it. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm not saying it shouldn't have. But it's like. That was a big Hollywood blockbuster. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But Mad Max, I think, overall might have been better than Star Wars. Really? You liked it more than Star Wars? I haven't seen any. I have I have kids. Like, I mean, here's my thing. Look. I, I liked, don't have time to go I'd like shit. Star Wars. Yeah. I'd like Star Wars more. Mad Max, I think, might have been a better movie. Oh, yeah. No, that's fair. Better film. If we're going, like, film quality, Star Wars, everything. I mean, dude. Star Wars is probably definitely not the best. Maybe not even the top Star 10 Wars, of the year. But. Star Wars, the thing it has in common with Mad Max is that it was a spectacle Mm. It was just, you know, it's it's a it's a testament to movie magic. Yeah, uh, which is awesome, and I think those movies I, aren't nominated enough. But the acting in Mad Max was way better. Or Tom Hardy. Well, I fucking love Tom. Now, I love me some Tom but, Hardy. Now Tom Hardy, he's he's my man right now. He is so good, and in The Revenant, holy did, fuck! Did he get nominated for The Revenant? Yeah, best supporting actor. I've I've heard that like they think he might actually win it. He, dude, it was incredible. Yeah. He, his role in that was so I good. You go see that. Uh, yeah, I have it. You have it's already out. No, I'll tell you after. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wink, wink. Tell you after, bro. Um, fucking good. Okay. I don't. Have you seen any trailers for it? Yeah. No, it looks good. Dude, I, dude, let me tell dude, you right now. Okay, the here, bear scene alone. Oh, he gets raped. I know he doesn't get raped. I know. <laughs> the bear attack scene. Yeah. Alone is worth the price. Was worth the price of admission yeah. for me. I mean, you watch it, and in the trailer, it's like, "Oh shit, that looks like a long bear attack scene." No, you don't even fucking understand how long that bear attack scene is. It is one of the most fucking grisly. One of the fucking just when you think it's over, it keeps going, yeah. and you're just forced to watch this. Well, motherfucking bear. I don't think people... That's a grizzly... You old. do not understand. I've never understood the power of a bear. Like, kids, you watch them in movies and you're like, oh, there's a bear. Oh, it's dead now. Oh, blah, blah, blah. No. You do not understand what the fuck a bear is until you watch a bear rip fucking... Have you seen footage? Out. Like, you can't you can't find on YouTube, like, true footage of a bear tearing a person apart? Uh, I've seen footage of bear attacks, yeah. Not, like, tearing a person oh, apart, but... dude. It's like a fucking dog playing oh, with, like, Here's a what you can... Here's what you can find on, <laughs> on YouTube with a bear... I mean, you can see people die on YouTube. Yeah, no, but um, not not to this degree. At least, not that I found. Anyway, the, the, the story I'm telling you, no one dies in the story. Yeah. Type in on YouTube, uh, "bear chases biker" or bicyclist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This bicyclist is probably going a good 25, 30 miles an hour. Bears can outrun a horse. They they're fucking this. And this bear easily is like a two thousand pound ginormous grizzly. I mean, this motherfucker's co- uh, co- fucking huge, and he's like. And this guy had a this the bear like walked basically walked up, 
saw the biker go by and then started running. This guy was already going 25 miles an hour. That bear kept up with him for bears, like a mile. Bears can outpace a horse. Bears they they say the worst thing you can do horse. is run away from a bear. Yeah. If you're on a horse, they say the best thing you can do is to take your horse and go straight uphill. Go straight uphill. Your horse has more endurance yeah. and has the uphill capability of outpacing that. But if you're on a straight land sprint, that bear will chase your fucking shit down. Imagine the biggest... <coughs> Go ahead. You're right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Imagine I'm the biggest, saying. most frightening dog you've ever seen. Now give it razor sharp claws. Now, now, now times that, that dog's weight was What's probably... What's that bear movie we've talked about before? The bear? Really? Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. And the little cub is... Yeah, the bear. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Fucking fantastic movie. <laughs> But uh, and that's the one where, like, where the big old bear at the end is like the little yeah, bear the, the growls. Bears get, she, she, yes. get attacked by a cougar. Yes, and then all like he's growling at the cougar, and all of a sudden he goes, and like the, the cougar takes off, and you look behind the the little bear, and there's yeah. this massive yeah. Kodiak fucking like, giant bear. Yo, what up? We gotta stick together, bitch. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> You're my bitch now. You're my cub. You're my prison cub. Great movie. No, but Great uh, movie. okay. What's the biggest? How big was the biggest, most frightening looking dog you've ever seen? Um, I, the biggest dog I've ever seen probably came up to like my belly button, but uh, he wasn't frightening. Like, wait, uh, okay, okay, Dink, he's not the biggest dog you've ever seen or most frightening. Yeah, sure. But my, I have a hundred twenty pound bull mastiff Labrador mix. He's a big, he's a decent size. He's a big yeah, dog, yeah. hundred twenty pounds. Times that by twenty, Oof. and weight alone, Oof. add five feet. Five to well, shit. Five to ten feet of length and height. You have a fucking Kodiak grizzly. Grizzlies are basically just giant fucking dogs. Dog creatures that are, but that that can stand on two legs and get you when you're fifteen feet up in a tree. And raise your sharp claws, and they can run eat anything. And they're not afraid of anything. Well, at least I mean. Kodiak, yeah, Kodiak can can run away from you. No, dude, bears will fuck you. And they will be on top of you before you even know that they're there. Yeah, so, like, to me, like, that's one of the most terrifying things to ever be attacked by. You have to see this scene, dude. It was one of the best, like, man versus nature scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie. Have you ever seen The Edge? Edge. With uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin? Uh... God, maybe it's basically like this movie. These guys playing their plane crashes out in way up in Alaska, oh, yeah, and they're stalked by this giant bear, yeah. And it's pretty intense. I'm not. I haven't seen Revenant. I'm sure Revenant, from what I've heard, is way more intense. So for twelve Academy Awards, yeah, the yeah, edge is. It's not. I don't think it was up for any, but but it, it <laughs> was Alec Baldwin. Probably not. No, he no he. It's a, he's really he good. Be at, a great actor, huh? Yeah, I think he still can be. But no, it was. It's a great movie. They're just stalked by this giant bear, and it's ter- like to me that's the most terrifying thing is to be attacked by a grizzly bear, because you cannot run it, you cannot climb it, you, you cannot fight it. You cr- you curl up and ball I mean, and hope to God he look, gets bored with you. I mean, you. spoiler alert: that's what kind of what Leo does in this. He just realizes that his best bet is to just pretend to be dead, and he just lays there while this bear fucking mauls him, and he just lays there and oh. takes it. And finally, the bear's like, "All right, I'm gonna go check on my cubs now," <laughs> and then he's like. He, like, looks over, and, like, the bear is, like, 20 feet away from him, and he's like, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, the bear comes back at him? Fuck, yes, it comes back at him. I said when you think it's over, it keeps going. Oh, Jesus, I have to see this now. Dude, 
I got the hookup. You got the hookup? You've been hanging out with John Shubin? <laughs> Fucking, you know, John Shubin one time, like, my computer was, uh, you know, like, act, was acting up on me. This is, like, seven, eight years ago. And I call up John Shubin because he, he works with me. Like, hey, can you take a look at my computer? So I go over there. He takes, oh, yeah, 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 I got this. You see, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll clean up your computer. Where? So he's working. I was like, you got money in movies? I have a bunch of movies I'm, you know, I have on torrents that I'm putting on computers for other guys. When yeah. I put on your, all right. So next thing he pulls out this long ass list, like, pick what you want. Yes. Movies that weren't even in theaters yet. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you have this? He's like, internet, baby. Yeah, I've, I saw that The Revenant was leaked uh, after its premiere, like immediately following its premiere in December. Yeah. So, and it didn't hit theaters here in Oregon until like January 9th or something. Oh, wow. But I will say it was worth the price of admission. Uh at least for me, I liked it. I mean, it was a film. It was a, f- yeah. it was a film. Um, well, fucking Tom and Hardy. It, it felt like it had a very true Western vibe. Like I, the whole time I was watching, it, I kept thinking, like, am I watching fucking Man with No Name here? Like, what the fuck's going on? Well, Except it takes place in South Dakota in the snow. So. Well, so that's even better. Yeah. But fucking Tom Hardy. I'll see anything with that guy. Fucking Warrior is amazing, isn't it? Oh Dude, my god, that ending that ending fight. Can I fucking say though? No, oh, so the, fucking one good. of the best movies. One of the, I can't remember the actress the, the, the guy who plays the, No, the guy who Joel plays Joel Egerton. Yes. Fuck, dude, that man is amazing. Have you seen have you heard of the movie that he wrote and produced and started in called The Gift with fucking Jason Bateman? No. Holy shit. This movie is about a stalker. It's called The Gift. And this guy just keeps leaving. So Joel Egerton plays a stalker. And Jason Bateman's married to this chick. And they move back to the city. And he sees Joel Egerton, who you realize was a kid that he bullied in high school. Yeah. And Joel Egerton starts, like, leaving gifts on their porch for his wife. For Jason Bateman's wife. Yeah. In the fucking movie, dude. No movie has ever, like, spoke to me as a husband before. Yeah. Like, no movie has ever been like, let me appeal to your, like husbandness right yeah. you watch movies with family man stuff yeah all that stuff it just doesn't speak to uh, maybe for you because you're you have children but for yeah. me like oh, yeah. i had never watched a movie where i was like oh my god yeah like only to my sensibilities as a husband yeah holy shit that yeah. movie the twist like because it presents itself as a horror movie yeah but it's not it's a, like a psychological thriller yeah. that is wrapped as a horror movie. yeah fuck dude you gotta see that. Okay. You gotta see it. Joel Edgerton. Is he good? Fucking amazing, I've, dude. He's one of my favorite actors right now. And he good. wrote this movie. He fucking wrote it. Fucking. And it just, you watch it. Oh, and it just, you feel like shit. You, I felt like shit after that movie. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. One movie that, that's funny, that I always spoke to my, I never got enough. The book is amazing. And the movie was damn near as good. It, it, I think it was just as good. And they didn't change too much. The Road. Yeah, yeah. Cormac, by Cormac, Cormac McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy. Fuck, and that's when I watched, I watched it again the other day, and like, and that yeah, one spoke to me, like, as a dad, so it's yeah. like, motherfucker. I can imagine that would be There's like, a I scene got... where, like, they're in that house where all yes. the cannibals come back, and he basically holds a gun to his son's head because he would rather kill his son himself than rather his son be eaten alive. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I can't imagine being put <laughs> in like... that position as a father. Holy shit. It's like The Mist. Oh, I, I I can't watch the movie. I I watched it once. I won't ever watch it Bailey again. Bailey still gets fucked up after she watches that. I can't watch it. That's too fucked up. Stephen King fuck fuck me Amazing, on that one. Though. Amazing movie. I mean, it was good. It, I, I recommend anybody who doesn't have kids to watch that. And if you have kids, 
be wary because I can't watch it again. Yeah. I won't watch it. But uh, let me say, though, uh, you know, as someone who has had quite an upbringing with alcoholics and all that going back to Warriors, that scene where fucking Tom Hardy just tells his dad to, like, fuck off, like, go listen to your fucking self-help tapes, you know, and he just, like, fucking rages at him and throws his fucking chair. And then he goes back to the room. And Nick Nolte's got the fucking headphones on, and he's listening to fucking Moby Dick, and he's just shit-faced. He is just fucked yeah. beyond all... Bl- and he's been on the wagon for yeah. however many years. Holy shit. I watched that movie alone at my apartment. Yeah. I was, like, just sobbing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It was the most accurate depiction. Because, and, you know, and Tom Hardy walks in, and obviously he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he fucking... He was the one who fucking told his dad to go off and do all that shit. But he walks in and he's just like, holy shit. Like, his face says it all. He's, his face was just, just fucking stone, unchanging. And he just helps his dad. He takes the, his dad's headphones off and he's like, brings him into bed. And his dad's just fucking screaming in his face. You remember that scene? Mm-hmm. Turn back! Turn back, you assholes! Yeah. And he's just screaming, spitting on Tom Hardy's face. Mm-hmm. I'll do that the whole movie. And he just brings movie. him back to bed and he just sits there holding his dad. And I was like, Oh my fuck. Dude, that, that whole movie, like, just like. That was, yeah. That movie. You want to so- see this movie acting? Never mind all the, like, the fights, the which fights are, are fucking. Cool, they're, but- I think they're fucking really good. But just like, just you want to see fucking three actors act the asses off? Like, I can't, I can't really figure out who's better, the best in that movie. Tom Hardy. Well, that one scene. All three though, of them have fucking. One scene from Nick Nolte alone. It I reminds just- you that, holy shit, Nick Nolte isn't just a drunken, pretentious fuck face yeah he can act yeah but then like joel egerton's really good in that movie too he's pretty good uh that was the first movie i had ever seen where i was like who is this guy and i like looked up his name i mean dude i can't convince people to watch that yeah. i cannot convince dude if, if you had to say like give give a two sentence pitch for that movie to get someone who just won't want i've tried my best and i, I keep telling people especially like you know jason who I think would get the same value out of it that I did because of that you yeah. know, that scene and like other scenes and yeah. just how powerful the movie is in general. Like, I always try to get these people to watch it, and they're like, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, I watched it on a whim because it was on Netflix, yeah. and it just fucking blew my mind. If I two two sentences, two sentences. <laughs> Joel Egerton, Tom Hardy, <laughs> and rant. <laughs> okay, the best I can come up with, if you want to see the best mix martial arts movie that's not about the fighting. Or, wait, wait, wait. It's like Rocky, but better. Yeah, the fight it's the it's the best fighting movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I think it's better than Rocky. I mean to me it's the best fighting movie you've ever seen and the fighting is not the main part of the story. Yeah. yeah. You watch Rocky, yeah I mean he has other stuff but basically the, the point of the movie is he is gonna go toe to toe with the world champ and he's just nobody. Yeah. The warrior that the fighting, the tournament they're in, yeah, is not so the main. There is it, nothing it's a big more part of it, but it's not though. what the story is about. Nothing more satisfying though in that first fight in that tournament. Tom Hardy just goes in there, and fucking decks no. that guy, and just walks out. He doesn't say shit. My favorite one, my my favorite one is the ending scene. Is like like yeah, because the fight is. I love is, you. I love the, you. The fight is inconsequential. <laughs> You've seen this one guy who's like a just a fucking brawler. You see this yeah. other guy's like a jujitsu guy, ground yeah. and pound kind of guy. Which are two very opposing. He, he wins with the arm bars every yeah. time. Yeah, and he didn't he break his arm? Fucking ripped his arm yeah. off. Yeah, but like, but, but I mean, like, 
but the fight itself and then it is not fighting. the point of the. Like, it's it's like the you see two brothers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. Uh, and Arn Barn, that's a vicious fucking. Now, what's great too is that Tom Hardy has obviously proved himself to be a fucking triple yeah. A Hollywood all star. Yeah. Right. Um, now, this movie, what's perfect about it is obviously he's one of the stars of the movie. And Reve- the Revenant. No, 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 no. We're talking Warriors. about the Warrior. Okay. Warriors. Uh, he's obviously one of the stars of the movie, but his acting job, like what I love about it, is that it's not. He's not hogging camera time. Yeah. He's not overblowing his performance. Yeah. He's playing his character and it's subdued yeah. and it's realistic and it's personal and it's gritty. Like you can tell the character has like deep internal conflicts yeah. and resentment for his family yeah. and all these other things. And, and it's just like, he doesn't have that many lines yeah. and all these other things. And I, I remember watching that cause I, I already liked Tom Hardy from inception. Yeah. Just from that and role, he's great alone. in that movie too. And it's a small role, it, Inception. Yeah, it's, but just from that role alone, I was like, "Whoa, Tom Hardy's kind of my man." And then my roommate at the time sort of like developed a man crush on him. <laughs> it was more than a man crush. Well, yeah, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, it was a man crush, and I was like, "Maybe this guy's all right." And then I saw Warriors, and I was like, dude, "This guy is going places." You turned me on to Warriors. You were the one that first told Fuck. me about Warriors. I had to go watch it. Fuck, dude, that movie is just anyway. Tom Hardy. Revenant, great. Uh, they need to release it with subtitles for only Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's like it's like Jeff Bridges, Rooster Cogburn status. Like oh. you barely fucking understand what he's saying. I can do nothing for you, Tom. What the fuck did you just say? Plus, like we're drinks are full. <laughs> Who? What? What? We'll be for some time. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like that Rooster, like Jeff Bridges, Rooster Cogburn. Is actually, I think, because that's based on a book, or yeah, 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 is way more accurate to what that character's like than John Wayne's. John Wayne just played him like a tough guy, yeah. And I think Jeff Bridges does too, but Jeff Bridges is a lot more like Jeff Bridges' character was a little bit more dynamic. Yeah, he wasn't like the Dirk Pitt Indiana Jones, like turn it up to eleven. Yeah, no, it was more of a you're a true scoundrel, yeah, a criminal who was given a badge. Essentially, he played it really well. Yeah, but hey, before we do the next one, I want to take a break. Yeah. Where are we at on time? No, we're, I mean, we're at 45 minutes. All right, so we can do one more. Okay, next uh, <coughs> next email comes from Andy from Boise. What do you guys think of the fan theory that Snoke is... Oh, he had a spelling error. Okay. <laughs> Snoke is Grand Moth Tarkin. And I had to look this one up real fast. I found an article that um, talks about that, so I don't know if this is where he heard it from. Um, you may fire when ready. You may fire when ready. <laughs> I can smell your stench when they brought me on board. And I'll read this. Uh, the theory goes... I'll, I'll skip a bunch of this article. The theory goes like the Supreme Leader Snoke is an old man who was, who has obviously been seriously injured by some previous event. He's got serious scars as well as potentially burns that have healed as well as could be expected. The kind he would have received while escaping the destruction of the Death Star. Next, the man obviously has military experience as well, which is connected to the old empire. The First Order may have Kylo Ren as their secret weapon, but it is first and foremost a military organization. General Hux looks to Snoke for direction as well, so clearly he, clearly he is one 
He is the one ultimately responsible for the stormtrooper army that the first order has bred. Yeah. Now this is interesting because I, I mean, never, there's more to it, but I mean, it, I, I admit that I I've never really heard of this one before. This is the first I've heard of it too, um, which is kind of funny because I usually like I'm always looking at this kind of board, shit. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, if you look at Grand Moff Tarkin, Grand Moff Tarkin's fucking dead. First of all, that's my two cents. <laughs> mine too, but I, but let's but let's 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 have fun with it. Okay. If you look at Grandma, a picture of Grandma of Tarkin, and you look at a picture of Snoke, yeah, or the hologram of what we think yeah. is Snoke, I see it too. Eh, okay, it's not I, that far off. It's not that far off. However, in the movie A New Hope, Grandma of Tarkin clearly says like he's not gonna, you know, get to an escape pod or whatever, and they tell him there, you know, there's gonna be. My only problem with this, yeah. First of all, that. Second of all. Fucking Death Star explodes. He, I mean, I know that he sort of like regards like Darth Vader's like force antics with sort of like indifference, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that he could use the force. Like, how would he have trained Kylo Ren if he survived the Death Star? Exactly that. Now, I've heard a few other sayings, yeah. a few other theories. Uh, one of the popular ones is that uh, Snoke is actually. Um, Darth Plagueis. But didn't we talk about... We talked about... Th- we might have. And I actually favor over that that Snoke might be Darth Sidious, the Emperor. Yeah, that one would... And that would be in keeping with a lot of the novels that are now legend, not canon. Yeah. But there's a lot of... I mean, how Sidious came back, back several times. Now, uh, I don't even say without a doubt that my little preference on that theory is correct. But uh, both of those are a little bit, I think, more plausible than... Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin fucking being Snoke. Um, if, I mean, if we're assuming that that's what Snoke, uh, that hologram is what Snoke looks like, obviously not 50 feet tall, Yeah, but if that's what he looks like, Plagueis would make the most sense because Moon, is the species that Plagueis was, looks similar to that. However, it would, it would be like only the diehard or the the real hardcore fans of Star Wars would immediately, as soon as you said Plagueis, like when they do the reveal, yeah, you know, one in ten people are going to be like, oh yeah, Plagueis. Nine out of ten fans are be like, who the fuck is Plagueis? You know? They're not going to remember that story in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So, Sidious would make the most sense. I agree. And I like the idea that he, what I like about that theory the most is that he sat there and tantalized Anakin with stories of a Sith Lord who knew how to defeat death, but he never taught his apprentice. I actually like the, the idea that Darth Sidious was so cunning because, and I said it in the last podcast, we're talking about the guy who fucking defeated the Republic and created the empire under Sith rule. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I like almost single-handedly in a sense. Yeah. I like the idea that he was cunning enough that he fucking learned the secrets of life or death that Plagueis was after, yeah. and he fucking defeated him, and he had them for himself. Um, I don't know. That fits with sort of like the fucking evil, cunning mastermind yeah. of Darth Sidious that I understand. Um, I've also recently heard a fan theory that Dar- uh, that uh, Supreme Leader Snoke is also Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, I have actually heard that one. I mean... I, I guess there's I a rumor so. or there somebody 
leaks something. I guess he's going to be coming back in Rebels. I don't buy it. I, I don't think so either. I mean, sure, it's certainly possible they bring him back for Rebels, but ha- Maul was nothing more than a well-trained assassin. Yeah, exactly. Have you seen the one where it shows Darth Vader's scar on his head when he's unmasked yeah. by Luke, and then it shows the scar on Snoke, and it's like, look, Darth Vader is Snoke. <sighs> I think that's even more plausible than Darth Maul. And I still don't Grimm. buy that one. I don't it, buy it either. But Why is he worshipping the helmet and not a picture of Snoke, then? Kylo Ren. Because he doesn't know that Snoke hey, babe, is Darth Lisa's, Vader. Lisa's home. Hello, hello. No, you're fine. We're almost done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm gonna reserve judgment for who the fuck Snoke is uh, until the next movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, a lot of fan theories suggest. <laughs> what, what if it's like Snoke is really the guy who's who's carrying around that that blender in Empire Strikes Back in Cloud City? The ice cream machine. Yeah, the ice, the ice cream <laughs> machine. Like, would be funny? <laughs> No, dude, Snoke is, uh, what's that guy's name? The, um, God, I can never fucking What if he's Lando Calrissian? I was going to say Lando Calrissian's, uh, right-hand man. Like, the guy with, like, the weird data um, pad thing. What's that guy, what is that guy's name? I can look it up right now because I'm playing this new Star, they have this new game on my phone. (coughs) Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes or whatever. Yeah, he has, like, a weird robot name. And he's one of the characters you can unlock, I haven't unlocked him yet, but he's on there. It's uh, driving me nuts. I can't remember because I just looked at him today. Like, oh, I want that character. He, he can't do anything. But <laughs> he's like a one cool scene where like Lando Carizzi like hits a button, and all of a sudden like it turns him on or something. Keep, but, keep talking. I'm um, looking it up. Anyway, that's all I have to say about Snoke, though. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not there. typing. I'm looking it up right it's now. It's not there, Kane. It's there. I'm long. telling you. Nope. Lobot. Lobot. Yeah, there we go. I was going to say, it's some robot name. <laughs> <laughs> Literally rhymes with Lobot. A robot. Um, yeah. So that's all I have to say about Snoke. I'm going to reserve judgment. I do like the idea that he obviously, like a lot of people s- speculate that he squared off against Luke Skywalker. Um, Hopefully they show that. That'd be cool. Which seems pretty plausible, honestly. I, I need to. I'm I'm so far behind because they're releasing comic books and books now that t- the tie the, in between the Chuck Wendig uh, book that they released. I, I th- by the way, correction because I, I think last podcast I I said that it was Chuck Palahniuk yeah. wrote one of them. That was dumb of me to say it was Chuck Wendig. Okay. Uh, I think it was Chuck Wendig anyway. And by the way, I fucking read an excerpt of it. It was like the worst shit I ever read. It was like one of the worst Star Wars Expanded Universe novels that I've ever read. It was so shitty. You're going to buy it anyways, aren't you? No, I'm not. No, I couldn't give a fuck less, dude. There's so many Expanded Universe books that I haven't bought because I read the back of them or I read, I opened up to a random chapter and it was the shittiest writing yeah. ever. Look, there are authors who have fucking slam-dunked it and were good writers. Yeah. It's like this guy fucking wrote it and he had no respect for the He's collecting a paycheck, basically. that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, well, that's what happens, I guess. It was like, it was like fucking, I don't know, hiring Elton John for, like, some studios. Like, let's get Elton John to write a Billy Joel song. (laughs) He's like, what? Or hiring Elton John to teach... uh... Somebody how to eat pussy. It's like, hey, does he really know how to do that? Okay, that's a good example, too. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be careful with the Elton I know, my mom's going to be like, ah! You're talking a really good line with Logan true. smacked by your mother. But it's true, though. He wouldn't know how to eat pussy if it was. Well, I guess he was married or engaged at one point, so maybe he does. No, nah, he hates pussy. 
<laughs> Just because he was married doesn't mean that they ever did it once. No, but you never know. No, I know. <laughs> we text. He's gayer than the day is long. Yeah. Um, now... Should we go on to the next question? Do you want to do one more? Or you want to call good? Let's do or? a quick one. Okay, do a quick one. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got a few minutes here. So, uh... You pick the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm opening it up right now. Oh. Uh, here's one from Matthew Bonillo. Matthew Bonillo? Yeah. That's an odd last name. I wonder what ethnicity. He sounds oh. like a colored. <laughs> uh, Matthew Bonillo from Bend, Oregon. Okay. Uh, he says a lot of Northwest listeners. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> uh, Matthew writes, "Hey guys, long time listener, first time writing in." Oh, thanks, that's Matt. Sweet. Thanks. Uh, he goes on to say, a lot of people are flaming Captain Phasma because she is not as badass as was promised. Instead, a lot of people are pointing to the stormtrooper whom Finn fought with the lightsaber as being more badass or AKA the next Boba Fett. Your thoughts, please. I kind of have to agree with that. No, I disagree. First of all, Phasma didn't seem like a badass. She gave in. Way too easily. I just... She looked badass. We haven't seen anything. Yeah, but... I don't know. I mean... We haven't seen anything that she's I, well, done. Okay, from... She was attacked by a Wookiee. Congratulations. Anybody would lose Yeah, but then, but then, like, she was like... Finn was a little pussy-whipped bitch. You, almost no threatening had to happen for her to undo the shield. Here's so. what I don't understand. Everybody's talking about how this stormtrooper with that stun stick... He did look pretty badass. fucking badass wielding that deal. He looked cool, but let's get real here. Finn, obviously, was not a badass. He wasn't. No. But that guy, the way he was wielding it, looked cool. It just looked cooler. He looked he looked more like a badass. You think he's the next Boba Fett? No. Fat Phasma would be closer to the next <laughs> Boba Fett. Exactly. Just because you haven't seen or do anything. And what you did see of Boba Fett, he never did anything. And the only time you ever saw him do anything, he lost. <laughs> just like Phasma. Have you ever heard of the fan theory that uh, it was actually Boba Fett who torched Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru? Yeah, I've heard of that theory, yeah. But... Not Stormtroopers. Uh, but I don't, you know... Um, yeah, Matt, I... I disagree with people Well, Lisa, who, what did you think? What? You saw Star Wars? Force, Force Awakens? Mm-hmm. I haven't been paying attention. I'm sorry. I was like, the guy she's, who fought... <laughs> she's like, when are these fucking idiots going to get off my the couch? The guy who fought Finn with, like, the stun stick thing... A lot like of people. Is that in the opening scene? No, it's uh, kind of in the middle, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, you traitor!" And then he like pulls out this weird thing, and then Finn he pulls has out like a stun, like like like, oh, like, no. like a baton, like a police baton. I know, I can't remember what you're talking about. It's and the first he, time you see Finn like wield and he the has lightsaber. a lightsaber, and he like fights the guy, mm. and he kind of gets his ass kicked. What about it? Do you think that guy's badass? More badass than the stormtrooper like chick who's in the silver armor. Kind of came up. The stormtrooper kind of came like up. I don't like the stormtrooper silver chick. She kind of just. Phasma. She seemed like a bitch. But. 
Well, no, that, I that's probably. Then, you know? Yeah, but that's kind of like it's the point of the character you make it. I don't know. I don't know if I would see her as necessarily badass. Like. Yeah. Yeah, because she's come closer. See now, here's my here's my thing with it. Is Lisa, so a lot of people are saying like you can't make, you just can't fabricate the next Boba Fett out of thin air. It, they just happen, and it's like I no. I don't think you can just make another Boba Fett. I don't think it's that easy. You can have like well, here's similarities, the, but I don't think you can just like oh, this is the next one. You what know? was was Boba Fett in New Hope? No. Yeah. So here's my thing with that. It's like obviously you, it seems you, like his first to, appearance is the Star Wars holiday special oh, in the cartoon. Oh Jesus. It's pretty bad. That's horrible. But my whole thing with it is like, look, they obviously, it's not like they were trying with Boba Fett, but they obviously tried to make somebody different with special armor and all that stuff. And it worked really well. Who the fuck knows why? As Kane said, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, he has fucking five lives in the whole fucking movie. Uh, you can hear that on one of the last episodes of Duel of Tanks. The one, Uh, the the, the Star Wars holiday special we recorded where we went and saw a movie. But screaming at Lee, poor Lee. We haven't even th- seen anything that Phasma d- has done, and honestly, so far what we have seen has made her more badass than Boba Fett in a in a weird way. I would I would say that she has done more than Boba Fett did in any of the movies because Boba Fett basically yeah. walked to his ship, walked no disintegrations as, as he wish, and yeah, he had five lines through, uh, through Empire Strikes Back and uh, um, Return of the Jedi. In fact, I don't think in Return of the Jedi he said anything. No, he just stood screamed. There. He screamed once. He like tapped his gun when fucking Leia walked in, yeah. and he stood there, and then he like flew with a jetpack, and was like, "He has a jetpack. He's badass." And it's like, uh, but everybody else has motherfucking spaceships, and I know he does too. Oh yeah, he has a spaceship that hides behind an asteroid. That's kind of <laughs> cool. He carts fucking Han Solo on. Uh, a... Yeah, that's kind of cool. Look, but maybe Phasma will do something badass. I don't know. I think it's too early to tell. I think we need more to go on. They're definitely going to have to I bring mean, her can, back. You can definitely jump to assumptions and like, start making all these. like. Yeah. I well, think I think we need more to go off of to, to base a well, better Is the other Stormtrooper dead? Yeah, I thought he was motherfucking shot by uh, like a spaceship or something. Or like blown up by a Han or Chewie. Or oh, I think he was. You're right. Well, I'm, I, That's I, one I, hell of a pirate! <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of the cheesiest, the cheesiest scene in that whole movie was that. Even though the action with the the freaking X wing would look cool, yeah. But that one, so that's one hell of a pie. That seemed kind of cheesy and like, oh, you didn't need that. But I mean, that's that's, that's that's nitpicky. It's almost on par with woo! Now let's blow this thing and go home, kid. You know, oh, from a new hope. Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. No, that that no that one, that that line's perfectly acceptable. Oh shit! The fuck? So what the what the fuck's the difference? It's Han Solo. <laughs> and I don't I'm care really, what you smell. Me okay. of all people point, is the one still. that's fighting for Han Solo right now between the three of us. I'm the one that I often I'm find not myself fighting lately against it. I'm just saying with people who with people who have a problem with the newest movie and they always, they keep comparing it to the old ones and all this stuff. I often up. find myself shitting on the old ones in defense of this. Yeah. One. I, I'm. I think. I think the the best way to argue against that is just to embrace it. Like, yeah, I'm like, the, dude, the original ones were awesome. This movie's yeah. awesome. So what? Obviously, they're going to have differences. They're made by different people. My main argument yeah. is that A New Hope is uh, is one outfit uh, removed from being a 1970s porno. <laughs> like, everybody's one outfit removed from it being a porno. <laughs> right, you had to, like, let his mind go there. Well, it's just funny now. It's like you watch... I only know this because Freddie one time had to hide a, a huge stack of porn DVDs at my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and 
there was a Star Star Wars one in there, which of course I had to watch. Yeah, yeah. Because of Star Wars, and there's more production value. They probably put more money into that porno than they did the original. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's like wow. It's just, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. Well, I think that's about all we got time for, Matthew. I hope we uh, answered your question good enough, as well as uh... Andy. Josiah? Josiah. What was the first one we did? I thought Josiah was my first one. Josiah was your first one. <laughs> Andy. Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam. Yeah. Boy, girl, Sam. Yeah. What's more common? Is Sam more common to be a girl's name or a boy's name? Because I've known Sam's I think both. It's, I think it's almost it's even equal. Because, you know... You have I guess what what the full name would, would be, like Samantha or Samson or Samuel or... Yeah. I mean, I think it's... Pretty 50-50. I don't see... One of the biggest plot twists in cinema history was when you found out that uh, Will Smith's dog in uh, I Am Legend... Uh, was his daughter's. <laughs> was a girl. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Because he calls the dog Sam the whole time. And then when the dog's dying, he's like, Samantha! I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no! No! No, Fred, no! <laughs> we'll let that. Anyway... Uh, hopefully we did a good... Sorry we, like, tangented off of, like, every question. Yeah, we'll get the four. You guys do that with every conversation. Yeah, that's true. Shut up, Lisa. We'll have you some start more... with a base and then you tangent, and then you yeah. tangent off of that one, and then you get back to the main topic. It keeps it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Gives you new ideas. We'll have some more fan mail to answer, as well as, hopefully, I think some voicemails, uh, which we have quite a few of, but we'll pick some of the best ones uh, for you guys next week. So hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed your answers to your questions. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for me. They probably quit listening because they're like, fuck these guys. They say they answer mail, but they don't. Fuck them all. This is a- <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, uh, fuck off, Bentley. I'm trying to get this pod- ca- at, podcast war. podcast wars. Yeah, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag podcast wars. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this has I'll been. I'm getting this started. Do it. Into shitty impressions. <laughs> Dude, though, I go the look at Red's face. Is like, are you serious? I, I'm I go not back serious. and listen to that I'm, one where not, he they're was. They're not shitty. They're really good. I, I go back and some every once in a while, I'll listen to the him uh, doing his Magneto impression where he's like, "They're the future, Charles." It's, it's like it's you can't even tell the difference. That's the mind-boggling. It's part. really it, that one is really good. <laughs> Jesse Ventura isn't. It isn't. It doesn't necessarily. It's a good in. Uh, it's a good take on Jesse Ventura. Yeah, it's not super accurate. It's but not it, perfect, but however, if you do watch a. Uh, um, the predator, <laughs> yeah. like I, I get, he, he would do really well if if he just said pre- lines from Predator that yeah, Jesse yeah. Ventura said. I was like, okay, yeah, that would re- like work really good. But yeah, his uh, his uh, Ian McKellen impression is actually really yeah, good. fucking like I was. Like, <laughs> I remember that happened. I was just like, we're the future, Charles, not them. Just so good, such a good line to pick too. Such a great line from X Men. I'm gonna go home and watch X Men now. This is funny because I mean this only makes sense to you because you were there. But what remember what he was wearing that day when he came and recorded with us? Yeah, the same thing he wears every day. He reminded me. I've seen, I've people. I've seen people dressed just like. He reminds me of. This is gonna sound so racist, but he, he reminds me of like Middle Eastern men who are trying to. <laughs> Who <laughs> are trying to fit in and like being Americanized, so like no one will pick on them, you know, or like be racist against them. So they're like overdoing, like overdressing American style. It's just like, that's what he was dressed like. Wow, man, you're really, if I didn't know any better, I'd say your name is Saheed from Saudi Arabia. 
He was wearing his green jacket. Right? Yeah, green, yeah. really bright colors. Yeah, it's like, like the typical like Serbian, mad. like yeah. coming to New York, like wearing the track outfit, yeah, <laughs> trying not to stand out, you know. But like you're so standing out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he reminded me of. Classic, pretty good. Classic Bentley. He also kind of reminded me of uh, Bigfoot's gay brother, Gary Foot. <laughs> that's better than when you were drunk and you tried to tell the joke. Oh, Gary, Gary Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Just I'm so. Over. Well, yeah. Okay. Real quick. Sorry, we we're gonna go off tangent. We'll, we'll just get rid of Andy's question and answer. Fuck <laughs> you, Andy. Fuck <laughs> you, Andy. Just kidding. It'll be there. Um, Lisa threw me a surprise, a, a late surprise birthday party. I did not see it coming. She planned it really well. A bunch of friends, even friends from all the way from Montana, showed up, and uh, it was funny because she had me take the boys over because uh, her her parents. They live like 12 miles away. They're going to take, they're going to watch the boys for the night. So me and Lisa can go out and have a date night. And she made a big, like, well, can you just take it over there so I can do homework? I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Get over there. And her dad is like, Hey, I need you to help me work on my mo- motorcycle. It's like, what the fuck do I know about? Mo- okay. <laughs> I basically stood there, held a flashlight. Like, yeah. yeah. Looks and, fucked up. And you sucked it even that. Higher like, Kane. <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> no, I, here. No, I held the flashlight like a badass. And I don't remember where I was going, but yeah, I get back and that should, be, that, he applied, that should tell you though where Kane is at in his life when he measures how badass he is by how old he is. But uh, he, he plied me with alcohol to keep me the, the to, keep, to make me stay there longer. Yeah. And so, like, I, I didn't drive drunk or buzz or anything, but I had a, a, a foundation to yeah, work yeah, on. Because yeah. my point was like, okay, I'm gonna get come home. I won't, I won't drink anything. We'll go out and eat. Come back. And I'm gonna get wasted. And I was drunk within a half hour of that party starting and up oh, Bradley's awake. Hey buddy. Oh, love you buddy. <laughs> and then anyways, and uh I I got drunk I literally got drunk twice that night because like I was nice. I was shit faced but within a half hour of getting back. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had to, I spent like <laughs> a, yeah. So I spent like an hour like eating and like drinking like water and pop like soak it all up. And then I got fucking tanked again. <laughs> like after you guys left, yeah. it got it got crazy around here. Oh yeah, but I would have stayed. But you had to fly out to Vegas. Then we like, left it. We woke up at two. So yeah, so you literally like we got home at nine and we slept for like four hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait till your parent. <laughs> I didn't get that. But uh, yeah, and then Kane tried to tell a joke. He's like, hey, you, "You look like Bigfoot's gay." No, you were you, you were putting me Bruce on the spot, like Gary. Hey, Kane, tell him a joke. You write jokes. T- tell jokes. I've been trying to write jokes, not lately, but for a while there, I was sending. You re- fucking put me on the spot. You got this shit backwards, babe. Yeah. Well, I handed, mind you, before I that, re- you handed him a chicken. I handed Red a chicken. Like, all right, tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so Red was standing there for like twenty minutes holding a fucking chicken. Like, what do I do with this? But you looked hilarious. This is the visual of it. I made my point. I made my point right. Point improvements. My profile picture on Facebook now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> saw that. <laughs> Anyways. Gary Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Bruce. <laughs> I was so drunk, dude. In my head, I was thinking, because I rewrote the joke, like, Gary focus. I told Cody that joke. He's like, but Bruce Jenner's not gay. I was like, no, it's not about Bruce Jenner. It's yeah, Bruce is Bruce like a... foot. Bruce is like Big a name. Bigfoot's gay cousin Bruce. Yeah. But then I was like, well, maybe if I use Gary foot, then in my head, I was like, which one do I use? And then I combined them. I still like Bruce. Yeah. It's better. Because it's way more gay of a name. Yeah. Well, Ace and Gary, you know, the ambiguous gay duo from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice job, Gary. Thanks, Ace. Slap each other's butt. (laughs) 
Anyways, uh, this has been Dual of Taints. You know how to get a hold of us. Get a hold of us. Facebook, Air Podcast, Dual of Taints on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. 657 8835 dual I'm Rhett. I'm Kane. What? <laughs> I'm not a part of this. You're, okay. Oh, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>